As we're approaching the 19th of Kislev in this most strangest of years, when many of us don't know what's going to be just around the bend, and I'm thinking about that this is the time that Hasidus was brought to the world. So my thoughts are, of course, going to what does Hasidus mean to us now during a pandemic in a situation how we are now? And interestingly, yesterday... I picked up a Sefer, which I haven't picked up in a while. It's a Sefer that sits prominently on my shelf because I have a special place in my heart for the Satmarev, Rabbi Yoelish, Zecher Tzadik Levrocha. The Holy Satmarev is Shita, his way of anti-Zionism. It's not very popular in today's Jewish world. But anyone, anyone that knows truth knows that Rabbi Yoelish, the Holy Satmarev, was something very special. Now, without getting to his whole, the whole sheet of the whole his idea of Zionism, but one of the ideas that I think for me personally is one of the most fascinating machleksim arguments, debates in the history of Chassidus is the fight that was between the Satmarov and the Lubavitcher Rebbe. Those that remember that were alive in the 70s and the 80s, there was some really, really uh, tough fights between Chabad and Satmar. And obviously the extent and the violence to what happened, no one could Khalila attribute to the tzaddikim, and there's no use of bringing up past pain today in today's day and age. Unfortunately, both Chabad and Satma are so busy with infighting within themselves, and we're such a lost generation, nobody's looking to bring up old fights. But what I want to focus on is the actual ideological debate that there was between the Satmarov, Zechot Tzadik Levrach and the Lubavitcher Rebbe, because what they actually, with their Machlekes, like any Machlekes Loshem Shemaim, Judaism has always been based on that the only way to bring an, a, an infinite God into a world of division is that there are always going to be Machlekes and there's going to be different ways God light enters the world. So the actual machlekes, the actual debate between Rabbi Yoelish and the Lubavitcher Rebbe of our generation was a very deep idea, two opposing ways of understanding what the Baal Shem Tevur Chassidus was all about. Now, happens to be there are many details in the fights, and, and, you know, as a person, I personally come from a Hungarian family, I'm a Ungarita whore, I'm 100% Hungarian, so I know the way Hungarians talk, and I've learned the way the Lubavitch Rebbe talked, and sometimes when you read some of the things that went on between the Lubavitch Rebbe and the Satmarov, it's almost like they were speaking two different languages, it's like, it was a real Kulturkampf, like a, a culture clash between Hungarian Hungarian Hasidus and the way that Lubavitch, the way Chabad understands Hasidus, but it really is a debate in what Hasidus is all about. And as we're preparing for the 19th of Kislev in this year, where we are all so lost and there are no more Hasidic Rebbes anymore, I'm trying to see that there's something going on over here, there's a debate that's happening even now, this Machlekes, this fight between the Satmarov and the Lubavitcher Rebbe is still being played out today in each and every one of our lives if we let it and if we, we pick a side. Because I believe with a full heart that the, these were both true tzaddikim and they're both necessary for Judaism to exist for Mashiach to come. What is these two ways that they are understanding the Baal Shem Tov and what Chassidus is all about? Now there's obviously a lot of history and sociology and psychology behind these debates and those that played them out, but 
I want to learn with you a piece from Vayoel Moshe, this most esteemed of the Satmarov's books, page 172, where essentially what the, the Satmarov is coming to negate those that wanted to use the Balshemtev in the way of Chesidus to somehow say that Zionism or whatever is okay. And basically what the Satmarov is trying to say is that Chesidus in the way of the Balshemtev, if you want to use it to justify Zionism, you're wasting your time because Nishtak Chatarsa Balshemtev, the way of the Balshemtev is no longer applicable, it doesn't exist anymore. And he writes as follows in chapter 180. He says that Shabtai Tzvi, the false messiah Shabtai Tzvi, he would always quote the Zohar and the Kabbalah and to justify his ways. Because since Kabbalah is already something so esoteric, nobody understood anyway 100% what they're saying, so they were able to justify and falsify their claims with their lies using Kabbalistic words. So too now, heretics in our time, they enclose themselves in the way of the Baal Shem Tov, because nobody knows anymore what the way the Baal Shem Tov is. Since the time that Rabbeinu HaKadosh wrote the Mishnah, everything was always written down. Even the Arizal, the Kabbalah was written down by Chaim Vital. But the Baal Shem Tov and his students, they never wrote down their way. And it was so from heaven. It had to be like that, an oral tradition. As indeed the Alter Rebbe himself writes in, about in HaKafis that there are some things that are so deep and so completely connected to God, they can't be written down. So the Samarav is saying, this was so real and so deep that nothing is written down, only a little drop from different Torahs that was said at a Tish here and there in a different Shabbos, Dvar Torahs that was said at different Tishes, different ideas that were said for their particular time and moments for those people that were listening. Because the ideas that were being taught were according to those that the souls of the people that were listening at the time, and that's all we have now of Chassidus, that's all we have left, is different ideas that happened to have been said at a certain time, and you can't know anymore if those words apply to us. So the Samarav is essentially saying that Chassidus was a movement, it was a once, it was a historical thing that was such a deep thing that somehow the Torahs of Chassidus were able to touch people's souls and what we have now in the Hasidic books are just things that were written down on certain Shabbases and stuff what inspired people at that time but the actual magic, the actual way how Hasidus works the Torah of the Baal Shem Tov, how it could still inspire people we don't have that anymore we've lost it, the Satmarav said the Satmarav understood that Hasidus is essentially to make people closer closer to God in a way of becoming more frum and more connected to Hashem and we don't have that magical spell to make people this this community and I remember, I remember growing up, I, I went to Rav Eichenstein Shul in Rigo Park, Rav Eichenstein was one of those old time Hasidim these people were living in a different world, the Satmarov, they recreated the, the world, they were living in a completely different plane and space and time they saw the Baal Shem Tov and his students as some kind of magical way of transporting people to a completely different space and time. And they wanted to reinforce that ghetto and continue that ghetto living, not in a negative way. They wanted that to continue in America. Till this day, the Shita, the way of Satmar, is that Hasidus is being ultra-ultra-Orthodox, being the most from that you can. That's what the Baal Shem Tov's Torah was. And that's what the magic of the Baal Shem Tov has to be all about. In Vayol Moshe writes, we have nothing written down about how this was done, how the Baal Shem Tov and his students did it, but what the Samarov says, what we have to continue, all we have left from the Baal Shem Tov is to be 
as from, as from, as ultra-Orthodox, as separate from society, as completely focused on God, and our whole life is just God, and that's it, and enclosed in serving Hashem. That's how Rabbi Yoelish saw Chassidus, and that's in Vayol Moshe, that's what he says, and that's what Chassidus is, and we have nothing written down how to, how to do that anymore. Chassidus was a pietistic movement that came and left. We have nothing written about how it was done. And yet in Chabad, not only do we have Tanya, but all the Rebbeim of Chabad explained Chassidus even more. And the Lubavitcher of our generation very much believed that for Mashiach to come, we all have to now learn Chassidus. That Chassidus, not only is it, could, could it never Chalila be forgotten, but it's the very essence of Torah, the very opposite of what Rabbi Yelish is saying, as we'll continue learning tomorrow.